r slash credit. Kids, when did you realize your parents might be terminally stupid? My parents have a tendency to never change their incorrect opinions even in the face of facts. Some examples. My parents had a rocky patch in their relationship, and when they got over it, they joined one of those MLM schemes that had them buy audiobooks and travel to conferences to learn how to be happy. I think it was called Life or something, and they got really mad at me when I told them it was a shitty MLM scheme and refused to sit through the seminars with them. My dad believes almost every conspiracy theory that exists. His biggest one is that the government is using chemtrails to test biological weapons on us. My boyfriend was a pilot and tried to explain why this was ridiculous, but my dad would have none of it. He also sees climate change as a huge conspiracy. My mom thinks that preventative medicine is a waste of money and refuses to ever go to the doctors, you know, or take her beloved dog to the vet. Luckily, all of her children were vaccinated. Every week she buys some new homeopathic remedy such as some low pH water that costs $15 a bottle that will prevent you from getting cancer or some magnesium liquid stuff that you rub on your feet for some reason or another. My parents are convinced eating red meat or GMOs will kill you. At one point I was working as a researcher in a genetics lab, I got into a heated discussion with my mom and showed her many sources to back my claims on GMOs, and she was unable to come up with a single source for her own claims, and it ended with her telling me that her opinion is just as valid as mine, and that I don't know more than her. Never mind the fact that I have two science degrees, and she has never taken a science class outside of high school, and has no idea what a peer-reviewed paper looks like. My mom is a heavy smoker, and accepts that smoking can lead to lung cancer, but will argue that eating red meat is much worse for you than smoking, based on zero evidence. She sees her smoking as a tiny problem in comparison. My parents are also both very easily influenced by political propaganda, and it makes it very difficult for me to see eye to eye with them. At this point I just avoid talking to them about most topics. Edit, they aren't very old either, they're in their late 40s trying to explain the difference between Wi-Fi and LTE to my mother in order to save her from data over ages. Might as well try to teach calculus to a toddler. HMM. Think of the phone as a water bottle and internet connection is water. When you are at home, you pay for a water connection to your house so you can fill up your water bottle over and over again and not worry. Drink water all day. That's Wi-Fi. Make sure she knows to look for the Wi-Fi on icon on her phone at home. But when you are out in public, you can't just refill that bottle. You have to ration your water so you don't drink it all. Because then if you empty your bottle when you're away from home, you will have to buy more water and pay extra money. Things like YouTube or Facebook make you extra thirsty. That's using data. Sometimes you can go to stores or cafes and ask them to fill up your bottle, but you don't know how pure the water is or if there is bad stuff in there. Public Wi-Fi isn't super safe, so that should only be used if you're very thirsty. Places like other people's houses or workplaces can also possibly fill your bottle up for you. But ask first. I dunno. That's about as easy as I can think of while getting all the necessary information across that an older person would need. Edit, maybe a better comparison would be paper cups of water for Wi-Fi and a refillable bottle for LTE, so she doesn't think 
that every time she uses Wi-Fi her data is replenished. Edit 2. Whoa. Reddit gold is like a fancy biscuit. I'm glad that some of you are finding this so helpful to use. However I will say that one comment is correction. That Wi-Fi is more like a water fountain for drinking is probably better vs a water bottle with certain monthly amount for data. So the explainee doesn't think they can refill monthly data by using Wi-Fi. That error occurred to me right after posting. I take that particular aspect for granted, so I didn't even think of that when I originally wrote the analogy. For those who say I'm a dumbass who knows nothing about Wi-Fi, you're partially right. I have no tech background. But I was not trying to explain literally what it is, just trying to make an analogy for data vs Wi-Fi usage that a non-tech person could understand. I watched my dad, a very tech-minded guy, explain to my grandparents all about Wi-Fi vs data, and they were completely lost. I thought that an analogy to a familiar item might be helpful, if a little flawed. No, I'm not a teacher. But thank you guys for all the feedback. This one is double-sided, because it simultaneously showcased how smart and dumb my dad is. Basically, he fell for that online iTunes gift card scam. You know, one of your friend emails get hacked, and you receive an email from them asking you to buy these gift cards and mail them to whatever address. Well, at the time an organization my dad is on the board of was hosting a big giveaway and the email he got came from another board member, so he assumed he was picking up prizes for this giveaway. However because my dad is a moron, he didn't follow all the instructions of the email. He bought the cards, and then texted his buddy, to ask what he wanted done with them. Said buddy called my dad an idiot, and explained the scam he had just fallen for. Now this is where it gets good. My dad knew that, if my mom found out he had spent $400 on gift cards, he would be sleeping in the kennel with his hounds for at least a month. He also knew that, if he didn't tell her, and she found out some other way, his fate would be even worse. So he partially fessed up. Told my mom he fell for the scam with a haha, I'm so stupid look on his face, but told her each gift card was for 25 bucks. So she said no big deal, we'll give them to grey underscore skies underscore green underscore eyes for Christmas. So after I had been presented with my $50 in iTunes cards I was silently pulled aside by my dad and told there's actually 200 on each card. Merry Christmas and for God's sake, don't tell your mother. A mentally challenged genius, that man is. On my way to school a couple of years ago they were talking about people who fell for scams. A caller was talking about how she fell for a similar scam, but the person said that they were from the government and would give them a $500 reward if they bought a $100 gift card and read them the code. It's my in-laws who I often question. I think they gave all their intelligence to my husband. They're divorced and his dad is on very limited contact at the moment due to being a toxic, raging narcissist. My Phil heard that olive oil was good for you, so every single day for years he has continued to put at least a tablespoon of olive oil in his orange juice. He also had an electric skillet that he never washes because he believes it's similar to a cast iron pan and needs to be seasoned. I discovered this when the eggs he made one morning smelled and tasted like the fagitus we had the previous night. This was back when my husband and I were teens and I was visiting him from out of state. When my husband was a teen, he told him to use straight bleach on his acne. 
also told him shaving cream is a scam and to just shave dry with the same old disposable razors. The best part was that he told my husband to use baby powder instead of deodorant because women will be attracted to you because it will remind them of the scent of a baby. Fortunately my husband was not stupid enough to listen to any of this nonsense. Yes, his dad does smell like baby powder. No, I'm not attracted to him. Or babies, for that matter. His dad doesn't believe in any form of western medicine. He's a middle-aged white guy, so it's not as if there's s cultural difference here. When my Phil decided to get rid of his skin tags himself, he read they had no nerves and just cut one right off with a pair of scissors. Quickly learned that they do have nerve endings and never did that again. Also has 3 hernias that need surgery, but he just keeps pushing them back in. His dad's house is on stilts in the middle of nowhere. He gets a lot of raccoons. He started feeding them dog food. This turned into the raccoons bringing hordes of their families to his home for food every evening. Last time I was there in the evening, there were at least 45. He throws the dog food off the porch for them to fight over. Thing is, raccoons poop. Whenever they poop on the porch, he picks up their poop, edited to add that my husband says he uses a scoop for this, not his bare hand, and flings it at them. He thoroughly believes he is training them. They continue to poop on the porch often. I have more crazy stories, if anyone is interested. Unfortunately my husband's father does a lot of weed, but it does nothing to relax him. Edit, thank you all for the many messages, dog pictures, and gold. I did not expect this to be so popular. My husband finds this all hilarious. It's nice to know that everyone else acknowledges my Phil's insanity. Makes us feel a bit better about having to deal with him. He has been on no contact for over 3 years for many reasons. I'm pregnant and my husband is trying to re-establish just the tiniest bit of a relationship with him. So far it isn't going great, and it may not happen. His dad is a very manipulative person. Nothing is ever good enough. Right now my Phil is trying to insist that he and my husband need to fix their relationship so they can get to the point where you want to spend time with your old man. Problem is, my Phil's idea of spending time together only means my husband abandoning his pregnant wife. I'm not welcome there to spend the night in raccoon land. My husband has no desire to do this and has stayed firm with him, but his dad is a stubborn dick, so it might not amount to anything. We'll see. Also yes I know raccoon poop is not a safe substance. Every sane person knows this. My Phil is not sane. My husband did tell me this morning that he uses a scoop to pick it up, not his bare hands. So that's a little better. We don't spend time at my Phil's house and my Phil is the type of person to ignore any and all advice. So there's no talking him out of his crazy schemes. Plus who wants to give up being lord of the raccoons? It is likely that. Whenever he moves or dies, either the next homeowner will be brutally murdered when the hungry raccoon army attacks, the raccoons will be killed, or the home will be abandoned and burned, and the raccoons will live in the wreckage. In regards to the dry shaving, I mean with no water, not after a shower, not during a shower, and not regularly. Phil advocates for shaving with years old, rusty disposable razors with no water, or shaving cream after at least a week without shaving. Yes, olive oil is better for you than many oils, 
and can have some health benefits when used appropriately. However, I do not recommend drinking it in olive oil. I have seen the requests for more stories, so I will deliver. I posted more stories in another comment below, as I maximumed out the character limit. Bonus mill stories at the end. Eater, this post blew up, and a lot of people had a lot of questions about what the fuck it's really like to grow up with a mother like this, plus wanted more stories. So I made a post on just my family about her, regarding this post and another post I made about her in a different arts credit. I also cross-posted it to just them all, because there's a lot of posts about mothers there, even if they aren't Mills. My mother. She is legitimately one of the least intelligent people I have ever known in my life. She is mentally handicapped, but she's also shamelessly abusive and enjoys creating chaos and problems for other people, just because it makes her feel good, so I feel no shame in sharing her stupidity with the world for laughs. For one thing, and another reason why I don't feel ashamed of making fun of her, if you correct her on something, tell her that's not the way something works, etc. She just goes yes it is. Or how do you know? And if you tell her how you do know, she goes, well you still don't know. And hopes if she yells it loud enough she'll get to be right. She somehow managed to produce two children without knowing that you don't piss out your vagina. She thinks drinking cold water after a meal solidifies the food inside your body and leads to cancer. When I showed her a website featuring every last bit of the science behind why this does not happen, she got really mad and yelled shut up. Leave me alone. I don't wanna read it. Again, this is why I'm not ashamed to laugh at her stupidity. I study wildlife biology and have taken an entomology course. She saw a bug crawling up the wall and thought it was a tick. Yelled Nova, is this a tick? I looked at it and it was a baby spider. Told her it was a baby spider. It looks like a tick to me. No, ticks do not have a separation of the cephalothorax and abdomen. This does, plus the legs are not fed out to the sides, like on a tick's body. I think it's atic. How do you know it's not atic? I just told you. Well I think it's atic. Then why did you fucking ask me? She broke my laptop keyboard when I asked her, like a idiot. I'm actually not supposed to ask her for anything, for reasons like this, if she could pop a key back on that was loose. Instead of popping it back on she snapped it clean off. $117 to replace the keyboard. We drove by a cranberry farm that she had visited with her friend. It was July-ish. She insisted the cranberries were red. I told her cranberries are only red when ripe and they do not ripen until September to October. We live in an area where cranberries grow wild as well as cultivated. No, they were red. In late September, yes. They are not going to be red right now. They are too red. We drove by them. They looked like this. See. Not red right now. In September, they all turn red. They're red. She insists Vingar is a disinfectant and chides me for spraying Lysol on spots where the cats have had accidents because just use Vingar. There's this thing every Christmas time in our town where the fire trucks and police cars ride around town with Santa and Mrs. Claus riding on a fire truck decorated for Christmas. I fucking hate this because they all blare their sirens while doing this, so, four fire trucks and like three or four police cars all blaring their sirens at the same time. 
This happens every year, and has been a thing for at least the past 10 years. Yet whenever it happens, my mother panics and runs around the house going I hear sirens. What's all those sirens? Do you hear all those sirens? What's going on? Another tick story. She didn't know what a tick looks like, obviously, so when her friend's dog got ticks, she asked to see them. Then she asked to keep them. Then she put them in a bag and took them home with her. She showed them to me. Look. Ticks. They were live. I told her to get those things away from me, get them out of the house, and flush them down the toilet, because you don't just carry live ticks around. I got them off my friend's dog. Flush them. I wanted to see what they looked like so she said I can have them. Flush. Them. I'm gonna keep them. You don't keep ticks around. Flush them. Down. The toilet. I'm keeping them. I don't know what she did with them. I think the cat has diabetes. You need to get her checked for diabetes. Why? She thumps when she walks. Okay, so we did have a cat who thumped when he walked. The thump was from his right leg dragging behind him because he had lost all feeling in that leg, which is how he was diagnosed with the diabetes. He had a very prominent limp and it was very visible that he dragged that leg. Our current cat, though, walks perfectly normally and the thumping is because she bounces when she runs. I told her that. You can see that she walks and runs like a normal cat and you can see her bouncing on her paws when she runs. No, she's thumping cause she has diabetes. No, she doesn't walk like our diabetic cat does. She does not limp. She bounces on her paws when she runs and that's what you hear thumping. She has not lost feeling in her paws, and she displays no symptoms of diabetes. Our diabetic cat also was peeing constantly and drinking too much water. She has diabetes and you need to tell the vet that she has diabetes. No, I'm not gonna do that. I could go on and on, but I actually spent 30 fucking minutes writing this post. Eater, how the fuck did I get golded for this? My parents were slash are both pretty smart, just uneducated. Mom graduated high school after she already had three kids. Dad never graduated. However, as a lot of boomers did, they lived a pretty good life without any preparation for the future because they worked hard, had good credit, and my dad had a pension coming. Even with five kids, my parents managed at least two nice vacations a year, a nice home with up to the minute furniture and finishing, and nice vehicles. Then I get into my 30s, and it slowly starts to dawn on me that my husband and I are literally living in a different world. We had been contributing heavily to his retirement because we weren't total idiots, but we finally realized that credit, which my parents had used to do some marvelous things, was going to kill us. So we had to totally reorient our financial mindset. My parents actually looked down on us for driving old cars and shopping at thrifts. Everything they did in retirement, such as buying successively more luxurious RVs on credit, still made them poster children for financial mismanagement, but somehow they were never pursued, even when they defaulted on the loan for the last RV. My dad passed away 6 years ago, so his pension went away. My mom, living on social security, is still hitting the casinos and buying shit for her house, since she has all the time in the world to shop. Her last stunt was to refinance the house for some cash to tide her over. 
at the rate she's going, it will be gone inside of a year, but she's 87 at this point, so she's burning through whatever she can to maintain the ridiculous standard of living she's had all these years. Yet here we are, my husband and I, both college grads with decades of work behind us, and we can count our vacations on the fingers of one hand. Not sure who are the idiots in this story. My mother never fails to baffle me with the extent of her cluelessness. Some tells. My father was diagnosed with diabetes a couple years ago and has done very well maintaining his health and weight with a healthy diet. My mother occasionally insists that he's too skinny and he ought to just eat more. No need for exercise, even because the fat is fine as long as he gains weight. Upon being reminded that he is following his doctor's instructions, my mother becomes irate. She thinks deferring to the doctor constitutes a personal attack on her intelligence. She frequently insists, in discussions of any topic, that I should trust any claims she makes because she's my mother and she knows best. Even about subjects for which she is painfully, often willfully, ignorant. If I seek proof to demonstrate that she is mistaken, she gets angry because I'm going through so much effort just to prove she's an idiot. Interestingly, she will happily seek out proof when she can be bothered in order to discredit me. Once, in a phone call, I mentioned I was walking about 20 minutes to work at 4am that night, which rarely happens, thankfully. She gets cold very easily and said I should bundle up in my heaviest coat. I knew it wasn't quite that bad, so I said something to the effect of I'll do it if I think it's necessary. She became very angry and insisted that I was now planning to wear no coat or gloves at all, which would be dangerous, simply to spite her. No amount of no, mother, I'm not going to risk frostbite, just to spite you could convince her otherwise. She can't carry a conversation unless I exercise extreme caution. When sharing our opinions about whatever, she will frequently make utterly contradictory statements within seconds. When I ask for clarification, she becomes angry because I'm trying to cross-examine her. She didn't prepare a thesis statement. Sometimes her mind changes mid-conversation, and why can't I just understand what she means? I try to point out that I basically have to flip a coin to determine which of the mutually exclusive assertions I run with, but she claims it's just me being too anal and aggressive. By her own admission, the ideal conversational exchange of ideas consists of two people declaring their opinions and then refraining from talking about it ever again. Any actual dialogue is inappropriate and nobody ever enjoys it. A few years back, for several years running, she would consistently make remarks that even mentally challenged children could scoff at, like how the Chinese must all stand on their heads because they're on the other side of the earth. She said these things without any hint of humor, with zero indication that she might be kidding. Any people present would simply exchange glances and continue the conversation. Years later, she declares these comments were simply jokes designed to make me, me personally, upset by pretending to be an idiot. So her idea of spiting me was to maintain a years long charade of being too stupid to function. Yet to this day she will grow absolutely livid if she believes someone to be doubting her intellect. So, yeah. It gets challenging. I wouldn't have called my mom stupid, but gullible for sure. First, 
She was a Jehovah's Witness, and I was forced to be involved in it for years. I questioned the idea of God from a very young age, and one thing that I didn't understand was why we called our religion the truth, but every other religion believed they were right and there was no way of telling unless we asked God himself. When I asked my mom how she knew that being part of the Jehovah's Witnesses was right for her she said, there were just so many people in it. They couldn't all be wrong. At the time she said it was something like 30 million which as a kid was a lot and made sense. As an adult I realize it's only about the same size as the population of Texas and for around the world that is a very small amount. If she was going off number of people involved, I don't know why, were never Catholic or something more popular. What really did it for me though, was when my mom met the Native American shaman, at least that's what he said he was. He convinced my mom of many things that were all very nonsense. We had to sleep on rocks, not under the mattress or anything actually on top of rocks for contact to the skin, drink smoothies with straight cayenne pepper in them and plant fibers that expanded with liquid and clay, take herbal medicines at 3am to flush out worms in our livers, there were no worms, take pills filled with dirt that cost $25 each to our wrists, ankles, and neck, and pay $800. To lay on the ground on a pile of rocks at night in December for two hours to expel demons from our bodies. It was honestly embarrassing how much my mom fell for it and I, being just a kid of 11, had to just go with it and walk around school with dirt pills taped to my fucking body after having spicy plant fiber and clay smoothies for breakfast each goddamn day for about two years. And I knew it was all BS and couldn't understand why my mom was so into it. I now know she was just that gullible, and that guy took advantage of it. My parents are well educated, but this was one of the stupidest things I've seen them do. I was in the basement playing video games, and went upstairs to my parents frantically looking for me. They were in that anger relief kind of state, and told me they'd been looking for me for hours, and were about to call the cops. Here's the thing. I had my phone on me the entire time and had received no calls slash text slash messages from either of them. Also, none of them ever went down to the basement to check if I was there, otherwise they would've seen me. I couldn't have really left the house either, cause I wasn't old enough to drive at the time. I don't know what was going through their minds but it definitely wasn't common sense. I would love to see the police officer's face if they found me in the basement after they called the cops. Edit, I made the point about not being old enough to drive because there was nothing appealing about walking outside randomly for a 15 year old. Also if I'm in my basement playing video games for hours on end, I'm pretty sure it's obvious that I didn't go outside often. Edit 2, I can't discount my dad not smoking pot, but my mom is oblivious. She seriously thought that the weed her students smelled like was just bad though. Also, I unfortunately know that they don't have sex outside their room. When I was a kid I lived on a military base and a woman called to say her kid was missing. The whole base went on a lockdown while everyone frantically searched for this kid. An officer asked to come in and sit with the mom and wait to see if the kid showed up while everyone else was out looking. He walks in the house and the kid is laying on the couch under a blanket. Thank you for watching. Don't forget to like and subscribe.